Hey, I'm Robert. And I'm Sean. And you're listening to the Taking Action Podcast. Guess who's back, back, <laughs> back again for the Eminem fans. You know what that is. Yeah. Okay. Has anybody ever heard this line? Uh, I've tried everything. I've tried everything and it's just not working. Well, did you though? Did you try everything? <laughs> so this episode <laughs> is about resourcefulness. Yeah. Or maybe we can call it resources versus resourcefulness. Because we hear so many people that complain that they can't do this. They don't have the funds. They don't have the people. They don't have the resources. You know, and all the excuses as to why they cannot do something. When I was a young lad in dance, my mom, obviously I love dance, and my mom would do anything to, you know, keep me dancing in the studio, but there were months when she couldn't afford to pay. Like, we just didn't have the money, the resources. Mm -hmm. So... We could have, I could have, you know, whined and griped and complained that, well, I want to dance, so you need to find the money. But instead, I became resourceful. And I decided that, you know what, I'm going to do what I need to do so that I can continue dancing. And I started learning how to clean toilets in the studio and changing light bulbs and sweeping awesome. the floor and mopping and like all those things that you can do and trade off. Okay, so yeah. because I don't want to stop dancing. So what can I do in the studio to be valuable to them so that I can still do what I was passionate about? As I got into my tweens and teens, early, early teens, I started selling chocolate-covered almonds, which was really, really fun. That's yeah, man, awesome. I learned a lot. I'm, I'm learning a lot right now. <laughs> I learned a lot of entrepreneurial <laughs> skills when I was 12, okay? Yeah. Mini-me, 12-year-old kid in Mississauga, Going downtown in a in a white van with other kids, which is funny. <laughs> now that I think about it, you know, here are a you know a bunch of kids in a white van. You, that never ends up well. But these were the good days, right? When when things were okay, and and we would sell chocolate covered almonds to the suits down at King and Bay, and that whole financial district. That's where the money was. We started out at a mall, you know, people walking in the mall entrance, hey, would you like to buy some chocolates? Mm -hmm. No, no, no. Mirrored a lot of no's. But every once in a while you get a yes. Well, then we went downtown one summer and cleaned up because that's where all the money is, right? So I knew I wanted to dance and I wanted to, you know, buy things for myself. So because I wanted to do this, I said, let's do whatever it takes. Let's learn the skills on how I can better improve myself yeah. and sell myself. And I'm 12, right? This kid. <laughs> and I remember my first couple of days standing outside at a corner, King and Bay, and saying, hey, you know, my name's Sean, and you know, would you like to buy some chocolates, blah, blah, blah. And people were just kind of, no, sorry, can't, can't do it right now. And yeah. they're walking because they're off to work. This is early in the morning. <laughs> so I realized, okay, people are off to work. They're, they're in a hurry. So I need to change how I do things. So the next day I show up. And as I see somebody as, you know, power walking to their office, I start walking with them. Hey, I'm Sean, blah, blah, blah. What's your name? Blah, blah. And just get building that rapport with them. I'm walking, well, hi, I'm selling these chocolates for this charity, yeah. blah, blah. And so now I realize, okay, I can't stand still. I can't just be in one spot because life is moving past me. So I need to catch up with life. So I learned that really, really quickly. I became more resourceful. And I realized that, okay, you know what? They're on their way to work. And they don't have the time to stop and give me money right now. But if I'm kind enough with them, then maybe they'll come back at lunch. 
So I try that approach. Like, hey, you know, I'm Sean Bula. I know you're off to work, so I'm not going to slay you anything right now, but I'm selling these chocolate almonds. I'm going to be here all day. I'm outside down here at King and Bay. <laughs> you want to come downstairs after blah, blah, blah. And I had this whole spiel, which was awesome, at 12. And they started to recognize me after these days. And they're like, that's the kid. That's the, the kid that's selling the chocolates downstairs. He's so good and this and that. <laughs> so what they would start doing is coming downstairs at their lunch break. Hey, you know, you're the kid I saw this morning. I really like your tenacity. So I want to buy two boxes of chocolates from you. Is that okay? Like, yeah, of course. Oh my gosh, thanks for remembering me. And it was great. And then um, I learned, I don't remember how, but I learned about reciprocity from an early age, which is when you are willing to give something. And when you give, people tend to want to give, give back. back yeah. So this is 12-year-old mini-me. So I learned that certain people that were kind with me, here's what I would do. I'm walking with them early in the morning. Hey, blah, blah, blah. I'm Sean. I'm selling these chocolate-covered almonds, blah, blah, blah. I see you working here every day, walking back and forth. Listen, I know you want these chocolates and everything because I know you bought some the other day and whatever. So I'm going to give you a box. And if you really like this box, can you come downstairs at lunchtime, whatever, and then you can give me money for, for the box. And I was just like, this is me in my experiment stages, right? Well, you Let know, me see what happens. What's killer is that you're actually, we're trying all these different uh, approaches until you got the ones that actually work. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's, yeah, because eventually people will come back. I would give, you know, only a handful of people. I give some boxes out because I'm testing. Some came, actually, all they all came back. Because people, you're not going to take chocolate from a kid. Come on. <laughs> like, yeah, peace out. Yeah. So they came back at lunch, but because of the whole reciprocity, and I didn't understand how reciprocity worked at the time. I just, you know, I had a taste of it. Like, oh, just, you know, being nice to people and giving things in advance. They would come down and say, you know what? That was, that was really cool what you did. And I told the office about it. So I want to buy a, a case from there. They came in cases of 15. I had one guy who was like, so can I... How many in that in that case there? It was 15. I'll buy the whole case. What? Are you <laughs> kidding me? What? Really? Or or they'll be like, I'll buy five. You know, things like that would start happening. I started out giving them one box, and now they're giving me money for five boxes. I was like, <laughs> oh, so this is how the universe works. Yeah, and it works like that all the time. It's just that we we, yeah. we don't try enough. We don't try enough. So it's like, not... You see how you, it is what I was saying. What's killer is that you kept trying different approaches mm -hmm. until eventually it you found the one that's, that's that works that, that sticks and works yeah and 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 it didn't take much you know that it was just a kind gesture you know like a lot of times it's just those simplicities yeah that make really the wheel turn but we keep making it complex mm -hmm. making it more complex than it is but what i love is the fact that you actually kept trying different approaches and then when you found the one that worked you kept yeah. on it yep and i would and, add to that yes and if it didn't work you would have changed again mm -hmm. which brings us to where we're at yeah so being resourceful yeah and, and figuring it out just yeah. don't you know like i've tried everything and just nothing works really everything, <laughs> everything would be everything would be like literally if you had to stand on your head yeah would you do that <laughs> you know naked <laughs> yeah <laughs> would you do that if you if you needed to would you do that mm -hmm. um yeah so you know, we just wanted to 
touched on this subject That's because everybody That's a great story. makes up excuses for things that yeah. we sometimes don't need to make up excuses for. Right. And it's just a matter of saying, okay, like, yes, and yes, I agree. We sometimes we don't have the money and yeah. we don't have the resources to do all the things. And so and that was me growing up my entire life. So I get that better than anybody else. Yeah. But it's what do you do about that now? Are you just going to sit in defeat and say, well, we ain't got the money, so I guess, you know, that well, thing isn't for me. for me. Yeah, yeah. Or are you going to say, no, I want this bad enough, so I'm going to invent ways to make it happen. I'm going to create solutions. I'm going to yeah. be as resourceful as possible to fulfill my dreams and my desires to get me to wherever it is that I want to get, to do the things that I want to do, to be around people that I want to be and I want to be with, you know, to have the things that I want to have. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that requires you going out of your comfort zone yeah. and and just taking a leap and trying the things. And I, you know, I, I find that right now I have so much more confidence in everything that I do because of those choices that I made when I was 12. Mm -hmm. Right. Just going out on a limb and just trying this and seeing what happens and experimenting mm -hmm. and knowing that, you know what? Another day is coming tomorrow. So nothing is, is is final. I can always pick myself up again and try something else. Absolutely. And what's great now is that with with uh, social media and, and the internet, you could be resourceful a lot easier. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you you can leverage yourself oh so my gosh. much easier. Yeah, online. so it's like, you know, we keep thinking, sometimes we make it a lot more complex than it really has to be in a sense of, you know, you sometimes have something right at the, your fingertips. It's just meaning getting off your ass, getting in front of that screen, and mm -hmm. making it happen. Yeah. If it need be, or you know, or getting up off your ass and getting out and you know, grinding it out in the streets, whatever. Yeah. You know, whatever. It, it, it and that's takes. the thing. A lot of people are afraid of of the grind. We don't have that hustle mentality. The yeah. grit is not there like it used to be. And you'll hear so many other people speak about the same stuff, right? It's just, what are you going to do about it? Everybody has goals. Everybody has dreams. So what will you actually do? What are you willing to do? A lot of times it requires sacrifice mm -hmm. as well. What are you willing to sacrifice to make that thing happen? Yeah. And most people, especially the younger generation now, they don't understand what that even means, to yeah. sacrifice something. Yeah. They don't understand that, you know what, things aren't going to just be handed to you. And they don't understand that if you hear no or you don't have the resources or something, yeah. isn't the end of the conversation. No, There's still exactly. another conversation you can have yeah. after that. Right. So I hope this is useful. Do you have well, anything yeah, else you want to add? Yeah, I do because uh, I was just overseas. And the great thing is like you, we have a lot, an influx of a lot of new immigrants in this part of the world. Mm -hmm. And what's interesting is that a lot of the times you hear a lot of the people that have lived here for a long time, they'll say, oh my God, there's no jobs. There's nothing out here. We're having a tough time. And some people are, you know, uh, on the government handout. Mm -hmm. And what's happened is that the people that are coming from overseas look at this country or North America as a place of golden opportunity. Right, so they're looking at it from a position of, okay, I'm gonna go there, yeah. I'm gonna find whatever job I have to. Right, and then 
and then I'll, I'll talk about the other side of it from our end, uh, uh, whatever job I have to, and they'll keep trying different things, yeah. working different jobs to working make up the ladder. Yeah, to make what their dream it was is become a reality. So they they'll try anything. They're from you you mentioned that you you learned how to clean the toilet. Well, they're not they're not above that. Yeah. If that's what they have to do, they will do it until they get to a level that they they're beyond it and they don't need to do that anymore and they they got everything they they needed right from it. It's they foreigners or people that are coming into the country that see it as an opportunity of a grand opportunity they find the resources like that the unfortunate part is on this side where we're all comfortable cozy and gushy and warm and fuzzy we see it as oh my god nothing to do i'm not going to clean the toilet i'm not going to do this and i use it metaphorically speaking cleaning the toilet and because oh, they're not willing to do oh, the shit go on jobs, welfare. literally. Yeah. yeah, and then we look at the, the the foreigners that are coming in, going, "They're taking all our jobs." No, they're <laughs> just doing all the crappy stuff that we don't want yeah. to do because we don't feel we feel inferior doing them. Well, there's the e word that's attached to that entitlement. Yes, and with that, you forget how to become resourceful. Yeah, yep. That's the. That's the dilemma. With entitlement, <laughs> you forget how to become resourceful. Yeah. That's a good... That's a good yeah, because you approach. feel it should be here for me. Yeah. Why do I have to struggle? Or why do I have to actually move and and get it done? Which is weird. I think that's weird. I'm just thinking generationally. Your parents had to struggle, had to fight. Yeah. Your grandparents had to struggle. They had to fight. Your yeah. great-grandparents had to struggle yeah. and had to fight. Their parents had to struggle and had to fight. So who are you to sit back here and say, oh, I'm not willing to do that? You know, yes. Who are you to say, oh, this is, uh, this is beneath me and I'm going to choose to complain about it instead when all of the other generations before yeah. you... And some had to fight... Had- had to literally fight yeah in war yeah for the freedoms that we have exactly <laughs> <laughs> yeah some so, had to actually you know, uh, some of s- our ancestors yeah uh, had to actually do that they gave up they've tried every you know they had to put themselves on the line for our freedoms and we we sometimes refuse to do the same for our own freedoms mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> for well our said. own freedom well said so <laughs> Are you willing to be resourceful for your own freedom? Or are you going to leave it in the hands of someone else and give up? That's the question you have to ask yourself. Yeah. Exactly. Well said. Peace out. Peace.